We need a catchphrase. I have a catchphrase this week, and I think you're going to love it. Okay. Ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Right. Well, you didn't You didn't answer. You didn't I, answer. Said, I said okay. So I meant okay. You can continue, and you can tell me your catchphrase. Well, you, you didn't like... Yeah, but you weren't like... You were just like, okay. Well, I mean, you weren't excited. I wanted you to be like, you excited are about this. Zero percent in the wind column, so it's kind of like, oh, I have to go through this pain again. Right. See? <laughs> Our hey. guest to be named later is already agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. Well, now I'm all nervous about. It. I'm all self-aware. Okay. Well, you can go ahead and try. about this catchphrase, especially since you have our guest in your corner. I just because your catchphrases aren't good, and the guest is usually in my corner for that reason, is no reason to be upset, Keegan. <laughs> Fine. Maybe I'm not even going to share it this week. I'm not okay. sharing. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. All right. Because hmm. because it was so good that now I'm afraid that you'd still shoot it down just in principle. Right. Okay. I tell you what. Uh, Boy Scouts promise. <laughs> Were you a Boy Scout? I was a Boy Were you Scout. Ever a Boy I, I have trouble believing that. I was a Boy Scout for a week and got bored. <laughs> I could not imagine you as a Boy Scout. I was a fantastic Boy Scout for that For a week. For For a week, week. yeah. (laughs) So, Boy Scouts promise. Okay. I will not judge. I no. I'm still not sharing. Okay. And now we know that you were only a Boy Scout for a week. That's not (laughs) I'm not ashamed about that. Which is great. How about this for a catchphrase this week? Okay. Uh, we're we're good for a week. No, that doesn't work <laughs> that, for me though. That's a good catch. Say our name. <laughs> Say our name. The dumb comic creators. We're good for a week. No, because we want to be good for <laughs> many many years. That's like setting yourself short. But I mean, like, uh, it's good for a week. It's like uh, you're good for a week. That's like when you talk about food, the expiration date. Ah, your chicken. It's good for a week. Uh, Chicken's only supposedly good for like three days, and then you have to freeze it. It depends. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's let's move on. Uh, Well, we should tell the people who we are. I mean, first, I mean, I'm a man with no name. Okay. Well, and I'm a man with a name. Yeah. (laughs) And we are dumb Dumb comic comic creators. creators. Great. I am Eric Schwartz. Oh, so you have a name? So you? Uh, Okay. I chose it just now. Okay. Great. I choose myself to be Eric Schwartz. And I'm Keegan Shiner. And today's guest is Jorge. George, George Zappinopoulos. No, yes. Eric, Eric does this really <laughs> stupid. This is his stupid bit where he gets our guest's name wrong. Right, Every right. single episode, yeah. It's not uh, on purpose, Keegan. Only I don't you think it's funny at all. And I don't think it's funny either. It's I a wish terrible you thing to do. I upset my guest every single time. The first thing I've done is upset Jorge. Yes. And he's already he's been spending the entire time, you know, aggressively. So you do know how to say his name. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I, Jorge I do now. Zevalos. Jorge right. Zevalos, right? Is that? Uh, uh, Zavalos. Yeah. Zavalos. Yeah, Zavalos. Zavalos. Jorge Zavalos. Mm-hmm. Jorge Zavalos. Yes. Okay, and he is the creator of Wallbreakers. It's a indie comic. It's a one-shot comic. Right. Um, and uh, Jorge, where are you from? Uh, well, from New York, uh, cool. basically just uh, born and raised, and um, yeah, just been here most of my life, and uh, you know, just kind of 
been uh, learning how to draw. Uh, went to school for it. I think there's a there's a school here in New York called the School of Visual Arts. Okay. Um, which is kind of uh, interesting because you know back when I was got out of high school, like I didn't really know um, what the you know I mean I, I already didn't care about a lot of stuff. So I was like, <laughs> I did a lot of drawing, but I was like you know I don't I mean I don't really know what I'm gonna do. So and yeah. I, I I wanted to go there just because um, you know at the time like I I kind of wanted to learn like how to draw comics seriously and, and I heard there were some pretty good like professionals that still taught there um but when I got in there uh like I actually wanted to be taught by Carmine Infantino like I heard he was teaching there okay. but he had like stepped out when I came in so and uh -huh. Will Eisner by that time I think he was not even I think he was not even alive at that point anymore oh. <laughs> so yeah so and all the you know all the guys like all the people that are into art like Bern Holgarth, like yeah, they're they're all dead and gone. So, but um, you know, I decided to go there anyway. But um, yeah, so that's kind of how it started for me. Really. But, oh, cool. Yeah, that's funny. You sound like everyone who went to art school. It's like mm -hmm. I was really super excited about it, but then you know, it is what it is, and like yeah, you know, like your your voice just drops, and you're like, oh, yeah, it was okay. But yeah, but you yeah. end up being like a really fantastic artist, I think, at the end. But it. You know, yeah, I guess nobody like gets the art school experience they expect, I guess. No, I don't know if you remember a movie years ago. It's called Art School uh, Confidential. I love uh, that movie. Right. So that that movie I remember seeing in the theater and it, it really was kind of accurate uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. Art school. Yeah, it was kind of accurate. That's so why I, I so hard. Yeah. I went to like a Midwest Big Ten school mm -hmm. for college, but then I went to grad school at the School of the Museum of Fine Art in Boston. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I watched that movie as research for like <laughs> <laughs> as like what what am I getting myself into because yes. I've never been in an art setting like mm -hmm. at all ever. And right. I, and Eric and I were doing comedy in Chicago and that's kind of how I ended up doing performance art. So Okay. Uh so yeah, I relate I relate to that. That's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, Yeah, go ahead. I asked every single person from New York this question. Uh, <laughs> have you been to the Lemon Ice Cream Corona, and did you enjoy it there? Uh, say it again, the Corona? The what Lemon Ice King of Corona. What is that? <laughs> it's the number one lemon ice place like uh, in New York. Pretty, so uh, pretty much I think it might be in the world. Oh. Um, um, and so I always go there whenever I visit New York. Um, I have family up there, so I don't – it's not oh. too, too infrequently. Okay, well, um, it's the first time I've heard of this. Okay, well, I, I recommend it. I'm not sure where it is exactly, but... Where is it? In Queens? Is that... I Maybe. think it's in Queens. Mm -hmm. My grandmother used to live in Queen, both my, and my um, cousins all live there, so... Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a, we had a guest on another podcast, and it was... Um, oh, look, okay. I see. Yeah, it was like literally... Oh, Italian Ices, okay. Yeah, Italian Ices, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Right, and so, so, like, I remember. So, like, last time I was in New York, we ended up going, I think, four times in three days, because, <laughs> uh, well, we went like for the first day we arrived there. Like, it's right by the, it's not too far from the airport, so we picked it up on the way back. Uh -huh. Um, the second day we ended up going twice because we went went up once in the morning, and then the rest of our family was like, "Oh, we want to go." Like, okay, I guess we'll go again. Uh -huh. and then we had one on the third day when we were leaving for the airport. So, right, that's too much, man. <laughs> no, it's not enough, actually. I disagree. Well, I, I think it's not enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but, uh, so, 
So, yeah, right. Jorge, is this your first comic? Uh, wall Breakers, right? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. It's uh, it, it's um, it's actually. Uh, I mean, I've been doing comics like uh, on and off over the years, like since uh, I left uh, college. Okay. And um, for you know different things like uh, just uh, short comics, like short six pagers, and th there was a time where I was like, you know, doing the the usual thing, like. Uh, again, we're talking like several years ago. We're talking, you know, back in 2007, like almost, a, you know, obviously over a decade. And, yeah. um, you know, at that time, it was like you do your pages and then you take it to the, you know, the few comic conventions that there are in New York. You know, there was maybe like two or three maybe a year. So you would do your pages and then you take it to the con and then they tell you, uh, you know, oh, you're not ready, blah, 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 you know, whatever. So. And that's kind of the thing that was going on for a while. Um, and it's true, you know, uh, um, it, it was, you know, it, it is disheartening. Like when you're a young artist, you, you, you take it to the editor and, you know, he'll be like, you know, it, it's like a bunch of gatekeepers, you know, they're like, oh, you know, oh, you're not ready, blah, 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 blah right? So, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's true. Like I remember, um, I remember back when they had the New York Comic Con, uh, like the, when it's the first year in the Jacob Javits, so there was like barely nobody there, but they had like a, a portfolio review, like for Marvel. So they had like CB Sobolski there. Oh, cool. And then uh, so I showed him my stuff, and you know he's just like, you know, just, yeah. you know, he could tell that the storytelling was good, but at that time maybe the draftsmanship wasn't quite there. Yeah. So you know they give you the usual stuff, and and, and he was right, you know. Um, but, uh, so that kind of did a lot of that for a while, but then at some point, you know, I, because I, uh, you know, a lot of the commercial stuff, like the Marvel stuff and the DC stuff, like, um, I don't know, like even the, the modern stuff, uh, the most recent kind of styles and stuff, like I've never, it, it never really pulled me in. Like it never attracted me for some reason, like a lot of oh. the modern stuff. I just see kind of like hybrids of older artists. Like I'll give an example, <laughs> like, like, you know, um, let's say somebody like Adam Hughes, right? Like, you, you know, Adam Hughes, I, I'm assuming, you know, Adam Hughes, yes. do you know Adam Hughes? Like, uh, <laughs> no. Okay. We're, we're <laughs> so more of could, like could, writers, you, but. Okay. Uh, well, you can look, you could, you know, you could Google. You could yeah. See. Yeah. So you can look up Adam Hughes, you know, he's, he's pretty well known to do like mostly cover work and stuff like that. So he's yeah. been around for a while. But then you look at like right, so so you look at Adam Hughes, right? So you got Adam Hughes right here. Okay. And then now I want you to Google uh, Terry Dodson. Okay, just I'm just trying to make a point here. Okay. So you Google Terry Dodson. Now look at this is Terry Dodson. Now those two styles are two different artists, and yet they very look similar. Similar, yeah. right? And yes. and I see a lot of that stuff. You know, it's like and. I'm just like this is I don't know like I don't I don't like that like you know you, you should do your own thing you shouldn't like literally you know behold to another artist and then you're like you know I want to be just like that guy like no you should like take inspiration and, and you do your own thing and, and I saw a lot of that you know like basically comic artists just kind of copying other artists and then you know they get work but it's not unique, you know? It's not unique. They don't have their own style. Right. Yeah. And and uh, and not that I'm knocking that, but that's just, I don't 
really like that. And, and there's a lot of people that I can kind of, you know, you go into the store and you'd be like, wow, this looks like uh, Nick Bradshaw. Or, or let's say like, I think there's a guy called Nick Bradshaw. And then he looks like Arthur Adams or something. Like, I think it's how it is. Um, yeah, like, okay, look at Nick Bradshaw, right? This is a kind of a fun game. Look at Nick Bradshaw. <laughs> no, I right? love this game. Yeah, right. I love now, it. I love it. Now Google Arthur Adams. Okay. okay. And you can see. So he has like sort of like this. Yeah, yeah hyper, okay. like kind of cartoony, like a bunch of lines and stuff like that. Okay. So and now look up uh, Arthur Adams, right? Arthur Adams. Look up Arthur Adams, right? And, and, and tell me their styles are not like, <laughs> like <laughs> identical. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like, so I see a lot of that and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. So now, is that because Marvel or like the people they're drawing for are yeah. telling them to draw similar? No, I, I just think that there, it's it's a it's a issue with uh, comic artists specifically where they learn to draw by copying other comic artists instead of like you know drawing from life and yeah. then creating yeah. their own style out of you know just life. Right. That's kind of what you want to do. You don't want to like because what happens is you pick up all of the errors of the artists that you like, you know, all those little ticks that they have that maybe make their work imperfect. You inherit that in your in the, the DNA of your work. So, you know, if, if you if that artist that you like for whatever reason cannot draw a variety of faces, then you're going to have the same problem. All the problems that they have, you're going to have. Um, and I see that a lot. And so so after a while, like. Um, I just didn't really, I haven't really bought a lot of the mainstream stuff really just because that's a big, not, not that, um, art is the main reason why I pick up a book nowadays, you know, we're talking back then I was much more, I, I came into comics more on the superficial level, you know, it's like, I like the visuals and yeah. the art was secondary, but you know, as I got older, I was like, you know, I, I need to have something to really sink my teeth into. Like, I want some content and not just, you know, like pretty pictures and stuff. So that's kind of what happens. But, but to get back to the wall breakers thing, you know, um, I just realized, like, all right, you know what? Um, I, I don't really care about the Marvel anymore. Like, I don't care about this. <laughs> like, I, I like Spider Man. I, I love Spider Man, by the way. It's like my favorite hero. <laughs> Oh, but, interesting. Yeah, but Spider-Man is no longer Spider-Man anymore. They kind of turned him into like, I don't know, this kind of like, I don't know, they, like this kind of kitty like PG-13 version of Deadpool is joking around all the time. It's just silly. Uh, and yeah. The character and, for the mess is how I describe him. Like he was, he used yeah. to be more adult. I mean, for crying out, he, he's not sure if spoiler alert for like over yeah. 30 years ago right he might have killed gwen stacy or he let gwen stacy die right which is pretty dark if you think about it I right mean, right and now yeah. he's like how you doing Aunt it's May? just a Come joke yeah, yeah it's a it's a hokey and, and i don't know the direction but but you know i can tell you that yeah spider-man who is uh, we're talking like traditional peter parker spider-man because that character was really a, all about morality he was kind of like a soap opera-esque type of a book, you know, because he had issues with the girlfriend and he can't pay the rent and blah, blah, blah. And I like the the morality of that character, how, you know, he never has good luck. He's always, like, losing right. things. Yeah. Yeah. But that says a lot about the character because he's like, man, like, I don't want to be, you know, 
why do I have to keep doing this? Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And, <laughs> but he, but every time he says that, you yeah. know, it's that uncle Ben thing. It's like, well, I mean, look what happened when you thought about yourself last time, you can't do that. So it's like this constant tension with that character. And it's really a wonderful character because it's, it, it's a tragic character, you know, but it's, it's very much into morality. That's the Spider-Man that I love, not this like Disney XD corny, yeah. you know, everything is a joke. Like that's no, that's not for me. So, <laughs> so. Right. it's like the Josh Sweden universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like, where everything's like this corny comeback. Line. Right. Right. Yeah. And he did do that. You know, he yeah. did, he did do that, but it wasn't like the entire, you know, he did that to cover up his insecurities. That's why he did that. Right. Right. Um, so he was much more of like, uh, he had two personalities. He got that like really insecure kind of a geek guy. But then when he puts the mask on and he's talking out loud, you know, he's cracking jokes, but that's not him. You know, he's just kind of messing around. And I, and I like that. Um, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. What do you, what do you think of uh, <laughs> Spider-Man? What do you think of that character? I am more of a DC fan, but okay. like, I know Spider-Man because so I have a six-year-old nephew. Yeah, and his favorite superhero is Spider-Man. So okay, so does um, he know? Does he know like the traditional Spider-Man, or he's more into like the the newer? Iteration? He's more into the newer one because okay. he got introduced to the newer ones because, um, my sister, his mom, has kind of said no. Okay, she's like, I don't need him crying to me at night. Right, right. <laughs> and like, in the original Spider-Man was kind of scary. I mean, like he was at one point hunted and stuff. I mean, right. So. Right. Like the current one is much more family friendly. Like he loves Into the Spider Verse. Like he uh-huh. loves the anime character one. So right. stuff like that. So, right. And what about you, Keegan? Um, are you are you into Spider right now? I think I'm more of an X Men fan myself. See, okay. Now that you bring up, because I have a I had a friend who was like really into X Men. Yeah. Explain it to me, and then I'll get to the DC because I I'm kind of curious to talk to a DC guy because I'm not. I never was really into that, but that's why I asked. But let me go to the X-Men first. So explain to me, what is it about the X-Men that you like, that you enjoy? So I think uh, I think it was because they were outsiders that were constantly being like harassed, but then uh-huh. also like kind of holding up the the world, you know, like saving the world too. Right. Um, but I also like that they all had powers that were interesting it's uh, sort of like uh like a bunch of like there was always a new character with a new power that was like interesting you know so so i always like that they could follow the cliches jubilee's gonna screw up Rose <laughs> get captured yeah. uh somehow yeah. somehow wolverine's gonna do like do he's gonna be like at one point screw he's gonna be like at one point screwed i'll do it myself and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah they had good yeah. personalities too like they had smart and stupid and right brat, brash and you know yeah i i had a i had a friend that was like that i mean you, know, you remember when they had those shows on fox like they had the, the mm-hmm. animated shows yeah so so you know at that time they had like spider-man and they had like x-men right and i always tune in for you know, oh my god i love spider-man <laughs> but you know my friend was all he would record the x-men and i just you know i appreciated the uh, animation i thought the animation was pretty good for that show Oh, yeah. Um, but I think I'm just more of a solo guy. I just feel like, ah. you know, Peter, Peter, I mean, what does he have? He had like, you know, Nothing, webbing yeah. and then like 
his intelligence and that's it like i mean he didn't he didn't it's not like the new spider-man where it's like oh, i want to be iron man like what are you talking about you're 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 spider-man you're like oh i don't know if i can be the next <laughs> iron man dude he has like a hundred different web shooters and like a, a, oh yeah no suits. no way like yeah. that's not this is what pisses me off it's like i'm watching this you know disney version and right, I'm like, right. that is not Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Like, yeah, what it's is not this? the same thing. No, yeah. and so, but um, but the but uh, the X-Men, like, uh, I never, I appreciated, it, but it for some reason I never like really got into it. I, I like the characters. Gosh, it's so interesting. Yeah, because yeah. it's because it's the teams, like the team stuff. I don't know. I like the solo. You know, it's a little harder. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, um, they they also had the Iron Man uh, cartoon for a little while. Right, I mean, right. They had a bunch <laughs> of them. They had Iron Man, like they had gargoyles. Like those, those are yes. all by the same same illustrators, though. Or not illustrators, uh, animators. animators. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. right. And um, but let me uh, real quick. Let me say because I know you you. Uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm also a big Batman fan. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. That's well, that's I'm, my other one. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting into the DC. Right. So. Uh, so let me ask, I guess, uh, Keegan first, and then I'll ask Eric. So t- tell, tell me, uh, what what is it about Batman that you like? I think it was the, like, it was the solo part of Batman. But mm-hmm. he had a lot of gadgets, too. He never killed anyone, which was cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did, didn't he kill people, like, back in the day? Like, in the, I don't think the, so. <laughs> no, in the original versions, he did kill the people. The Golden Age? Oh, yeah. oh really? In the Golden Age, he did keep people, but he wouldn't use a, his rule was he wouldn't use a gun. He just right. wouldn't, he didn't mind killing people. <laughs> and then right. it kind of okay. morphed into the Silver Age, where he's like, like no, no, I'm not going to kill people. I'll just at you know, all. Yeah. break your back and break right. your legs and be like, right. uh-huh. uh, Yeah, okay. let me paralyze you. That's better. Yeah. He was a good detective, too. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so and uh, so Eric, what about you? What what about do you like the? Do you like Batman? Because I know you're a DC guy, so I don't know if you like. I do guy. like Batman. Um, probably my favorite. My favorite was comics of his was the Court of Owls, which is a couple years I, ago. I've heard about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's just it's just probably one of the best. Like the initial like judgment of Court of Owls is probably like one of the single just best issue comics I've ever read in my life. Um, mm-hmm. if you ever read it? Like he drinks um spoiler alert he drinks water he starts going crazy and as you and as he's starting to go crazy from like having drunk like acid pretty much mm-hmm. um the comic like makes you like rotate the comic around uh-huh. to read it so like you have to like turn it up so you turn it to the side then you turn it upside down and like as in each time like as it goes further and further on it used to be that like it was in the first five pages that you switch then it becomes three then it becomes two then it becomes right. one then you're switching it and then you realize that he's actually lost the fight by this point. So, do you think that um, the rotation of the, uh, the the comic technique? Do you think that was like uh, effective? It was really effective, and as you put it, when we we're talking about to take talk back to like mm-hmm. with the illustrators, yeah. it was something original because, like, at some point, like if you read, if you've seen DC uh, artwork, you see it doesn't matter if it's Green Lantern, uh, uh, Green or a uh, Batman or a flash. A lot mm-hmm. of like the art was very similar. I mean, yeah. for a little while flash had its own solo artwork, but a lot of like all the major ones, justice league, they are all like, were very, they didn't differ from person to person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so, um, and it was it, something different and something unique that like, I hadn't seen before. And I, at that point I'd been, I was working at a comic book store. So I was reading comics all the time. 
Yeah, I remember um, that technique uh, has been done before. I think I remember John Romita would do something like that on like the Punisher Warzone. Like he would, you know, he would like draw like <laughs> he would do like a double page spread, except if, you know how the spread is like like horizontal, like you open the book and it's like a landscape thing. Yeah, John yeah. Romita would like have it where he would draw where you had to turn the book you know like vertical you know that's what he would do and i don't know why he did that i mean i don't know he just you know i guess he wanted to be different or something you know so people try to like reinvent the wheel and it's, it's like a hit and miss sometimes but um i heard about court of owls uh, but actually i i just saw uh real quick i saw the uh the batman animated series you know i, I have hbo max and they have those episodes now you know on, on hbo max and uh, let me tell you, man, you know, Blu-ray is like, I, I, I just love Blu-ray because it shows you like the, the clarity of the animation. I mean, I could see the hairs on the film, like the little hairs sometimes oh, that yeah. get caught, you know, and you could see it. And it's just, it's just fantastic. And the, the coloring of the background, and it's just, I, I love it. I could tell where they, they sent that animation, what studio, like when the animation is like awesome, it's, it's either coming from <laughs> Japan or like Korea or something. Like animation was amazing, and then when you go to Canada, it's like, nah, sorry. Not as but, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 cool though. But um, but yeah, no, the the uh the Batman uh character for me, I think it's what I like. You know, because I'm again, I'm not a, a huge DC guy, I, I, but I do have a lot of respect for it because it's very much like the traditional. You know, there's a lot of a royalty when it comes to DC because of the whole history with superhero comics. And, you know, they're yeah. a big part of that with action comics. Uh, the, the Batman character, I like it because uh, essentially he is a, kind of a crazy person. You know, I mean, he, <laughs> no, he, he is. Yeah, he deals he his own kind of uh, vigilante justice. Right. And he has his own type of morality. And, and it's good that they took away the the killing because if he if he killed he basically would just be like the Punisher a maniac yeah yeah he would be like a you know worse but so I like that but the fact that you know he has all this money he has all this wealth uh, but he's like running out there and putting his life in danger you know he's kind of a nutcase dressed up as a bat but it, and the Bruce Wayne is like the mask right you know Batman is right, like right. that's him that's kind of what makes him so crazy. All he does is like, you know, sit in his library just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> That's all Pretty he much, does. Yeah. Right. And and it's like uh there's a scene in Batman Returns. I don't know if you remember. It was like perfect. It had Michael Keaton sitting there and he's just sitting in this giant library, like in, in the dark, just <laughs> sitting. I was like, when I saw that scene, I was like, that is the most Batman scene I think I've ever seen. It's just a guy there, and then the bat signal like shows up in the library or something, and he stands up. <laughs> he like he heard the pizza. Oh, the pizza's here. You know, it's like it's amazing. Yeah, I tell people yeah. like, wow. So Bruce, yeah. what do you do with your free time? I what? like spending time in libraries. Oh, you yeah. like to read? Right. No, I don't like to read. I like he's to just sitting in there. He's just sitting there, like brewing. Like you know, he's he's a fucking nut. But yeah. uh, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's let's talk about your comic. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Or actually, I have a quick question. Before yeah, yeah. Okay, you do that. let's um, not talk about your comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, I mean, just before you do that, um, you kind of talked about, you brushed about it earlier. 
yeah. I used to always ask this question, like what recommend or what recommendation would you give to new comic book people? Like obviously, like I assume it's gonna be something along the lines of don't be afraid to be original. Just yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh oh you are you mean like what you're asking me like what advice I would give? Is that what yeah, mean? what advice did you give? Okay. Uh yeah, I would say um uh well just be really um expect to make a ton of mistakes because that's just the way it is. Like you're gonna make this and, and that's actually the sooner you accept that reality, like your drawings are gonna what you're looking for are drawings that suck. Like that's what you're actually looking for. Everything you do, even when you write things, you know, it's like I'm looking for the stuff that is freaking horrible so that so that you can identify like, OK, uh, this doesn't work. And I know for a fact now it's like it's not in my head because sometimes you think of things in your head and you go, yeah, that, that could work. And you're kind of <laughs> like in your imagination, you're not you got to see it like you got to read it. Right. You got to like have it on paper. And then when you read it out loud or you see it with your eyes and you're like you know in my head this sounded good but now that i'm reading it eh, yeah i don't think this works that's how it is yeah right so but that's that's you know that's actually the fun part just know that you know the more that you're like the more you suck like the closer again if you're like being honest and you're kind of humble about it the closer you are to like getting through all of the bad stuff and then you're you're tightening up you're perfecting it but you got to kind of go through that that's the only way it's like you kind of have to like prepare to destroy your ego you know and then if you do that and you're like honest oh man it's like you're gonna accelerate like crazy because what you don't want are a bunch of people that are like you're you're great hey your writing is like it's, oh my god it's awesome no you want people to go yeah uh <laughs> this works uh this doesn't work uh, yeah this really sucks and then yeah. but at least like you know, you could get different opinions, but I always tell people ultimately, like, if you're honest and you're like a, a humble person, you know where you're good and where you suck. Like, you just know, you know, you, you know, I mean, even when I was taking the, uh, the, the uh, wall breakers, like I was taking it around to conventions. I, I showed that book to like so many professionals and I, and I did it because um, I just wanted to have fun with the book because, you know, as an artist, like you don't, there aren't many places to show your stuff really. And I just like that. I like the criticism. I like people's feedback, but I always knew where the book, you know, could have improved, where it had some errors, where I could have, you know, so I just did it just to start conversation. And it, it was fun showing it to like, um, I showed it to a bunch of artists like John Paul Leon and, and, uh, Walt Simonson, Louis Simonson, a whole bunch of people. Um, I can't even remember. There was so many, like Eric Larson. I showed it to him. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, it was like, yeah, there was David Mazzucchelli. There's a whole bunch of people. So it was, it was fun. It was fun. Um, but that's kind of the only thing that I would say to people is like, just you, you want to look for the the bad. I mean, I say bad in quotations because it's really good, but that's what you're looking for, and then you, that's how you like really get good really fast that's that's what wall breakers did for me wall breakers was like it, i learned oh my god i learned like so much on that book i really did it was really hard too to make it but <laughs> yeah uh yeah. tell us about how you started the book yeah it's um it, it, the idea was um i'm gonna that, share i'm gonna share my screen okay so can, yeah the, the idea right right um 
Now, the idea was, was that uh, I had drawn like a sort of a comic book, like one summer, I think it was like uh, after I had graduated. And it was only like six pages, it was black and white. And it was this basic, like six page story of like, you know, with no dialogue, just a guy in his room, and then some aliens came out of the wall. And, and uh, he ran down the street and a, and a big 18 wheeler, like, you know, uh, ran over the aliens and, and but the main character was able to dodge it at the last second. It was very basic. It was very like, you know, heavy metal, like Mobius, you know, nonsensical or whatever. So then at some point after I kind of was bumming around, like trying to find a script that I wanted to work on and I couldn't find anything that was uh, for some reason in, uh, pulled me in. And at the same time, you know, I had been going to comic shops and I couldn't really find anything that I was kind of attracted to, really, like in terms of the art. So I just decided, you know, why don't I just like do my own thing? Because um, I have an idea of what I what I want to see. Like, I, I want to see something that's more of a traditional type of uh, comic where there's a lot of brush was used. And I was thinking like older EC comics, older horror comics, um, some heavy metal kind of influence there, like European heavy metal comics was there. Oh, yeah. I just wanted something that was more old school, hand lettering, ink and brush, you know, something like that, more old school. Uh, not so much like Photoshop, because that's oh, a yeah. lot of comics. It's just everything is like Photoshop and digital. I just, I want to see the, the artist's hand, you know, I miss that. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I was looking for. And and it was hard. You know, I, there were some things that I didn't want to do. Like, look at those. You see those buildings there, like in the radio yeah. here? <laughs> no, I did that with like a brush, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so so I, was an, I was a maniac, but I did it. Why? Because I wanted to learn how to handle a brush. And so that's why I did. It. I, I really wanted to, you know, yeah. uh, accelerate that. So that's why I did it that way. I could have used a pen and stuff, but I was like, no, I want to I wanted make it hard. I want to use a brush. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's cool. That's a, it would never have realized that I was a brush. Right. Yeah, I know. And and looking at it now, I'm like, you know what? It's so tight. Why didn't I just use a pen? I just, yeah, I just, I wanted to do something that was, um, again, it was a mix of my love of cinema, uh, like action movies, like Die Hard and French yeah. Connection and, and Police, just Jackie Chan Police Story, like something like really hard and gritty yeah and mix that with like you know old school ec comics you know and you put them together and that's what Wallbreakers ended up being it was just a hybrid of those things was there yeah. any like horror film inspirations because like i took a lot of um like i thought this was inspired by aliens like just because um <laughs> like the, literally the, the, the creatures right yeah yeah the creatures like they're coming out of walls i thought that was a stomach the first time like Oh, he's dead. And like, oh wait, never mind. That's actually a wall. Right. <laughs> uh, which yeah, I'm like, it's... why is it called wall breakers? I'm like, oh, I understand now. <laughs> right. Right. You know what? It's the 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 design of those creatures. Like I didn't intend it, but I can see the alien, you know, I guess uh, it's similar looking, right? To those yeah, face similar. Yeah, sort of. Right. Um, yeah. sort of, but um, but you know what? It just, I don't know. It just, that's just kind of what came out of my head. I didn't really intend it that way. I, I know that the original uh, version 
of those creatures in the original like uh, comic that was years ago, that was only six pages, it looked much more like a Komodo dragon. It was much more reptilian in oh. its appearance. And then I ended up kind of making it like, well, I want to make it more kind of insect, kind of gross looking. So that's kind of what I did. But in terms of horror inspiration, I would say Evil Dead too. You know, um, that's the movie that I really, yeah. you know, I love Evil Dead too. I love that Sam Raimi, like over the top, you know, crazy thing. I could see who's that. Who's laughing almost. now? Who's laughing now? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. The who's laughing now is just, you know, I got to tell you that when I saw that movie, because uh, I didn't, you know, when I was younger, I didn't know about, about uh, Sam Raimi. But when I had, we're talking, you know, before that first Spider-Man movie. And I was reading Wizard Magazine and, you know, they were like, oh, there's, there's some movies coming out. I said, oh, I got to see this movie. And then they said, oh, Sam Raimi's going to do it. Who's Sam Raimi? And then I go look up his movies and I saw Evil Dead 1. I was like, oh, this movie sucks. And then I went to go see like <laughs> Evil Dead 2. I was like, oh, my God, this movie, this movie's amazing. Like I, I came to, you know, the next day, I was like, I gave that, that VHS tape, my like, guys, you got it. You have to see even this movie's insane. You gotta <laughs> see this movie. I love that movie. Army of Darkness, like 50% of that. Like half of that movie I liked. The other half, I was like, you're this is too much jokes. Like it's too much. Did you ever see the TV series? Yes. And and I liked the the first episode. Just the first one, because that's the one that Sam Raimi did. Mm-hmm. It, it was like, oh, God, it was like, I'm thinking like, Sam, why can't you just make another movie? Just just make one more. Just like he, do, he actually did another horror film that was kind of similar to that. Uh, Drag Me to called? Hell. Drag yeah, me I, to saw, hell. I saw that one. I saw that one. I mean, yes, it. I don't know. There's something about that movie that it was like, I don't know. It, it, it didn't really land for me for some reason. It was kind of like, I don't know. He, because the thing about Sam is that he gets too far into that Stooges thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I, I like it, but sometimes, like, you, you just go too far with the Three Stooges thing. It's like, all right, I, I get it. You know, you like the slapstick. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, that was the kind of, like, I thought about everything that I, all these inspirations, like Evil Dead 2 and, you know, like a crazy <laughs> Jackie Chan, like, ridiculous, over-the-top action. uh car chases like french connection or yeah 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 just something you know die hard die hard three with avengers yeah Yeah, right just like hard (laughs) fast and brutal like that's what i want yeah he's doing you can see dr strange that's his next film is he still is he still on that project is he still on that let me see see. i hope he is because i I, i've been hearing like that he's, he's on he's off i don't know (laughs) <laughs> according to the wikipedia he's still on okay then i will be watching that yeah, <laughs> okay. um, yeah. right he, so he did the don't breathe film which uh people really liked i never saw that though I didn't he produced that one okay okay so but like you look at this uh this uh particular panel you know now that i'm thinking about it um <laughs> yeah it, it's it's like well, I just wanted it to be like very dynamic, you know, yeah. different angles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It just, is. Yeah. yeah. He's popping off the panels. And right. Right. He's jumping out of a three, the third floor of a building. Also, I like about this page is the way you did the squares. The, they weren't the classic, just 
square here, square one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. You kind of like it changed and reflected the story as well. Yeah. If you notice, like I learned also in this book is that you can help the reader, like read the panel. Sometimes if you just push the drawings in a certain direction, if you just kind of use the perspective or you do your hatching in the direction of where you want the next panel. So if you see those creatures like flying out of the window, I, I position in such a way like left to right. So it's, it's moving into the next panel. So, it's, you know, it's these little things that make your eye kind of move along. Oh, that's cool. Way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, also yeah. his knees overlaps that frame right next to it. So you, the knee, you see it's, the knee, right. And it goes right into that one. So that's really yeah. well done. It's little subtle things like that. You kind of, you pick up on that, you know, cause, cause if you notice a lot of like, uh, younger artists they tend to use a lot of like what they call i don't know if you're familiar with that term dutch angle where they're where they're tilting things. oh yeah and and that's a common thing i noticed like they use it and i i understand the intention because i did that too to try to make it look dynamic like you know they right. think if you tilt it it makes it dynamic but sometimes like you're it's not necessary you know you you do it as a matter of fact i don't think i ever really use maybe sometimes but but you because you, you don't want to do it because it's like you at least this is my you know we're talking my theory of comic storytelling you everything you do has to have a, a purpose because you don't have a lot of space per page it so, is definitely breaking the rule the dutch angle yeah yeah it, it's not supposed to happen right but it's like it's like uh and i kind of uh take a comic book art as like a it's like a game where I take it kind of like a, a martial arts mindset where you don't want to use, you know, 20 punches when you could use one. It's you got to be very economical because you don't have a lot of room. For right, right. And you have to consider <laughs> you have to consider dialogue. You have to consider, you know, how many pages you have to tell a story. So you have to use things, you know, like the, the perspective to, to lead the eye or maybe simplify something or, you know, you have to play with it. You know, maybe uh, you could use, uh, you know, a, a word balloons to cover most of the the background <laughs> because you don't, because, you know, so that's why when, you know how like, yeah, people draw like comics without the word balloons and then digitally they put it in. Yeah. To you're me, wasting that's, time. You're yeah. wasting time because it's like, you're not going to see it anyway. So that's right. why to me, it's like, no, letter it first. And then now you know what you're dealing with. So anyway but that's kind that's of my, cool that's a yeah. i mean like that's smart a lot of people don't do that yeah well i mean when you're doing every, like i had to do everything so you you just realize like <laughs> you know what i mean you gotta cut you gotta know where to put your priorities um yeah yeah um but yeah and the same thing like with the car you know that's a car i wanted a specific car and it, it, that was a pain in the ass to draw every <laughs> you know the inside the outside the back you know everything um every time yeah yeah and it, it was it was crazy man but it was like it was just i, I really dug myself into a hole and i was like <laughs> well i just i just i mean you just gotta finish it and i just i had to so and and even if you see here you know this page right here this was uh the last originally before i met the publisher drew from uh, snowyworks oh this was the original ending to that story just this one panel right here not even the oh. bottom one just the top one that was the original <laughs> ending but then he said no i want to have two extra pages you know uh, because that's gonna the number is like a complete book i said okay so i added 
the bottom panel that you see underneath there, that yeah. was additional. And then the following two, the next two, those are new. So if oh, you look okay. at those pages, it's much more cleaner, like more design heavy. It's much more yeah. like just you notice it's more like the this my mind had changed. It's more simple, kind of cleaner, you know. So oh, interesting. Bit, you notice yeah. that it's a more design. Yeah, I do. Heavy. I see it. It's so, also right. sort of like you see like a commercial yeah um, designer yeah it's cleaner you know it's not as like busy in a way it's, it's so uh, even the shine of the car it's leading the eye and things, yeah. things like that so um yeah it but you can tell like i kind of i changed a little bit i like that know? though it actually because i i ended up rereading these two pages for some reason um yeah but like i i thought it was like a nice tag like it almost was like a separate little story. It, it was, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and yeah. I don't want to spoil it for people, but right. uh, but that makes sense, you know, to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you you can you can see it was like there was a lot of, uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting. It went through a lot this this book. You know, a lot of I ended up you know kind of finding the, how to make it work in the end there. But um, but yeah, it makes I mean, sense that you're from New York because this. Uh, this page specifically yeah. with all these people it's busy. Yeah. It's just how New York is, right? I mean, yeah. you have people like really all over the are in the background. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's so cool, and you rarely see that in comics. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like so many people. Are, are you guys writers? Um, much more so than cartoonists. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Month of December, we did a competition to draw something. <laughs> yes. Um and. Like the final thing was to do like a fake Batman comic, like a, page, a, a fake yeah. Batman page. Right. I could not get his head to not look like a pumpkin. Like I just couldn't do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, um, well, let me ask, uh, uh, are you guys like, I'm assuming you guys watch uh, films? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, all the so, time. What are okay. those? What are those? <laughs> those are, Eric, those are, right? Those Be are nice movies. To the guest. Yeah, those are movies. Uh, no, um, and I love to talk about uh, movies. I always do. Like, never I, I have to get on the podcast because, and I know you guys are writers, so you know I, I'm sure you look at films for inspiration or things like that. Um, but let me ask: uh, Can you tell me of the most recent film that you thought was a really good? Uh, and and I and I'll ask. Uh, I guess I'll ask Keegan first, and then I'll go to Eric. Um, the most recent film that I thought was really good is you can that name one that you saw. Uh, Palm Springs. I just rewatched. Yeah, that you thought that. was really well made. Yeah, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. It's on Hulu. It's got Andy Samberg, which usually would make it bad, but it it's uh okay. It's it blew me away. It's like a time loop movie, <laughs> um, like Groundhog's uh -huh. Day. But they assume that you've already seen okay. Groundhog's Day in lots of time loop movies. Right. So it jumps you right in. Okay. And then from there, they like build. I mean, it's kind of meta, to be honest, but it it, yeah. it was really, really well done. Okay. He's, he's stuck in a time loop. He's been stuck in a time loop forever. Uh -huh. And then he accidentally gets this girl stuck in the time loop with him. Okay. You know? So it's sort of a rom-com and it's right. sort of like... Uh, and then he accidentally got this other guy stuck in a time loop. And that guy sometimes shows up to kill him. 
<laughs> I mean, they really played with the genre like a lot, and it, it yeah ended up really well done. It's really okay. well done. I just rewatched it because I'm was... going to look it up then. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Yeah. yeah. You you okay. just took my answer, so I have to figure out what the last film I like. Yeah. What is it? You saw Palm Springs. I saw Palm Springs. That was mine actually. Did you like it? Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, what did I just watch on Hulu? There was another one uh, with that serial killer. <laughs> did you see that one? The you know serial I mean? killer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, You're gonna need. It's more a new one. So like, yeah, you, it's like let me let me let me watch a movie about a you know, serial killer. <laughs> no, no, it's like a social media. Uh, okay. What, what's that one? called <laughs> I'm like is... I'm like looking for like uh, you know, you know uh, movies that are like uh, you know uh, talk about like the beauty of life you know like uh, hey did you see that movie about the uh, the mass murder and uh, remember remember when he had that head in the freezer wasn't that scene amazing I know right it looks so real it's like, <laughs> it's like what what the um uh hold on okay. i'll find he, it he's looking it up yeah but uh, no but even though like i mean you know i'm kind of putting my own uh foot in my mouth because the last movie that i that i and i've said this over because i haven't really there's not a film that's that i remember last that i thought was really engaging uh engaging was the last one that i saw was back when the theaters were open was um i went to see joker uh you know the the dc thing and and yeah um, and that i did was, not like that film you didn't like it okay, okay, I so, thought, let me, okay so i thought what king phoenix did fantastic in the character <laughs> i thought it was acted very well but i spent okay. the entire time like not don't care about the guy i if he whatever don't care <laughs> nope still don't care and, and keegan did you feel the same i i disliked that movie a lot yeah <laughs> why why <laughs> wait wait i want to hear why you liked it oh okay um before i well, go into it okay okay so no i uh well first of all i think that that movie is i know it says joker but it's not really joker i mean it's not really about the joker they they use the word they use you know the the, the terms like gotham city and wayne and all this kinds of things but yeah, it's, it's yeah. really not. It's it's like uh, it's sort of like the commercial, uh, like a superficial commercial skin. No, I, I thought I thought the script was good. I thought the script was tight, and uh, there wasn't a wasted scene. And uh, Joaquin's performance was was really good. Uh, he did a unique Joker, which I knew he would. You know, a lot of people were like Ledger was was great and he was but joaquin uh, i saw him in the movie like the master and walk the line and, and i saw him in her and he's he's just such a a great actor so the movie to, to me <clears throat> um the movie was great but it, it disturbed me like it, it did disturb me and i was shocked that dc the reason it shocked me was because i didn't think that dc would go that far that's kind of what shocked me i didn't really think they would go that far with that, just the violence. I didn't think they would allow that. Yeah. Um, but but on top of that, I I also was that shocked me. But also, 
sitting in the audience and watching. See, the movie to me, it, it, it was a mirror. It was a reflection of whoever it is that watches the movie. So there were people that were in the audience, which shocked me, that were actually like kind of reveling in the violence and they were kind of enjoying watching the violence. And that kind of shocked me. And also people were coming up to me trying to like justify like, oh, you know, it was, <laughs> you know, it was good that he killed those people. I was like, uh, oh, yeah, man. I don't think no. so. I don't think oh, that's man. right. So that's what it was like kind of this weird thing. Like, you know, the, 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 the kind of like, there, there's something within some people that is just like evil and that thing just brought it out, you know? And it, yeah, that's kind of what disturbed me about it. But, I, and I think the movie is depressing, but I think it's just a, a modern classic. I, I really think it's a modern classic, but anyway, so that's it. This is the movie I was talking about. Spree. Oh, I haven't seen that one. The Spree. Okay. This is the crazy person. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, um, yeah, it's about this guy who uh it's kind of like American Psycho, basically. Um have you seen that movie, American Psycho? With Christian Bale? Yeah, with Christian Bale. This is like the new the new version of it. I thought it was really well done. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Um but oh. it, he he like drives for a ride sharing service and he picks people up and kills them, but he's doing it as a live stream you know, to like get followers. Oh, wow. And, uh, and then <laughs> it involves this, uh, uh, Sashir Zamata. Mm -hmm. Um, she plays a comedian in it and it, and he like becomes obsessed with her. So it's like a little bit like a taxi driver as yeah. well, which is yeah. really interesting, you know, cause this right. is like Uber driver. Right. So, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, this movie is really cool. And like, I'll check it out. It was yeah. pretty fresh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so uh, <laughs> who was it that's, uh, tell me, Eric, or was it you that was going to tell me like why you didn't like it? Or yeah. was it? Oh. So I didn't like Both it. Both of you hated it. Let, let <laughs> yeah. Eric do it. <laughs> okay. um, so I didn't like it because like you spend the entire time, it reminded me of B movie. If you've ever seen that film by uh, the anime <laughs> Gary Seinfeld film. And then I spent the entire time waiting for the film to happen. And by the time the film happened, I'm like, oh, that's it. I right. don't care anymore. And so it was very much like a slice of life, like movie, but I'm like, I don't care. Right. Like, yeah, he's violent, and yeah, his life kind of sucks, but at some point, I'm like, I'm supposed to be interested in what happens to you, uh -huh. and I never was. <laughs> like, I like the reason, like, if I wasn't a captive audience, like, alright, Eric, you've spent the ten bucks, you're stuck here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, nope, pause, I'm right. done. Time to watch something else. So, okay. If you, like, so if you've ever seen, um, what's it called? There Will Be Blood. Like, yeah, the characters were very much reminiscent of each other, but I love There Will Be Blood because I was drawn in. I want to know what happened to this guy. I wanted to see if he was able to create his empire, if he really was going to be as evil as he was, and he was. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is a compelling film. I'm glad I, I can see, I'm glad where this is going. Whereas Joker, I'm like, I don't care. So, <laughs> so, so, but let me ask because you brought up There Will Be Blood because I, I, it, there will be blood is a is a movie that's like 
you know, I can see that. I think it was done by uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. I think he did that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that movie, like a lot of his films, are expertly made, wonderfully shot, wonderfully written, wonderfully acted. Mm -hmm. And yet, I don't really feel the need to revisit those films. And, and, I, and I watched that film thinking wonderful performances, but I wasn't drawn in, really. You know, kind of like maybe how you were with Joker. I was that way with There Will Be Blood. I, even though I recognized that it was masterfully made. Yes, I can see that. But I just don't. I've seen it maybe once and I, I didn't really, you know, I didn't get it. But I see films like there's two different types or there's a couple different types of films. But there's yeah. two major types of films. Like there's films that like I wanted to go back to and rewatch because I love it. Um, yeah. My favorite film in the world is a film called Ink. Which yeah. no one besides me's ever watched. Yeah, I never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, and on HBO now. Okay, it is on HBO. It is on HBO. Okay. Okay. Isn't it? Oh, it's is on it Amazon. Oh, it's on Amazon. Okay. Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, and like I'll go back to that. I'll watch that at least once per year, probably more honestly, because mm. I think it's really really good. Whereas you have films like uh, There Will Be Blood, that one film with like Javier or Javier Bardon and uh. No country, probably. No country, no country. for old man. Yeah, no yeah, country just for old man. That's the film I'll rewatch. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, um, Coen Brothers. Other yeah. is the film I'm thinking of. Um, okay. Uh, which I don't ever want to watch again. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a good film, but you're, that was kind of intense. That didn't really do it. Uh, right. There's the film uh, Room, which is Room, I yeah. don't ever want to watch again. Like that was intense. Right. Very well acted, but I don't want to see that again. Right. Like whereas the Room, I would love to watch it in a theater, but <laughs> thanks so much. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I see. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So like, I has absolutely like so like because the films are well acted, they're well done. It's just like, all right, that's kind of intense. I don't need to see that again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. Um, and it's also like I don't think I'm gonna get more out of watching that film uh, again than I will than I will do that. Um, Ex Machina, I thought it was a fantastic film. Drew me in. Um, <laughs> I kind of can see it that I've seen it the one time. I think that's good. You know, um, I I actually I pretty much agree with your take on Joker. But but that is why I don't like it. I guess okay. that's what I'm trying to say. I just like I I found that I I saw all that stuff that you explained. Yeah. But like that's why I thought it was like just disturbing and not not good. You know. Uh, the, yeah. Is, is did you did you expect it to be like what is it that you expect? Because I had no, I had no expectation at all. I didn't well, know what to expect at all. I it took me a long time to get to see it, so yeah. I I think I already kind of had heard about parts of it like mm -hmm. i hadn't heard what was in it but like yeah that's basically what i expected it was like just kind oh. of just dark the whole time you know? okay oh. yeah all right and so and i think joaquin phoenix is a genius like yeah a really really good actor yeah in everything he does and yeah. like i didn't mind i thought the movie was very solid as a film yeah. you know just like you were saying yeah like it's a really well done film yeah i just wouldn't I didn't like it, you know, <laughs> and and maybe that was like the point. I was like, don't, you're not supposed to like this, you know? Oh. And, and I, I think it's art, you know, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. like, it made me not like it, which is, you know, <laughs> well, like, well, they, they, I mean, to be honest, there, there was little things in it that 
like I I hear people talking about it like it has replay value. Like people were saying, well, is this <laughs> even real? Like did, did did this even happen or is it a dream? But at least when I was sitting in the audience, when they were implying the possibility that Bruce Wayne was like a stepbrother, I remember sitting in the audience thinking, ooh, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, like I'm thinking, okay, are we going there? Okay, whoa, that's kind of yeah, yeah. That's kind of crazy, <laughs> right? So that was kind of exciting, but then they kind of like, nah, it's not. Like, okay, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was kind of like, and I remember sitting in the audience and you hear people going, ooh, like, you know, <laughs> because something's kind of, yeah. whoa, like, yeah, that's some new, um, that could anyway, been. yeah, yeah, that could have been, right. Did you remember, Keegan, do you remember the film I'm Still Here? It was a mockumentary yeah. starring Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I remember we that. we saw it at my place. <laughs> yeah. You were the only you loved that film, but I spent the entire time hating that. So <laughs> I'm like, can we go now? So that was the performance artist in me. Right. That was yeah, like, the one like where like he yeah. wrote out his beard for a right. year. He's like, I retired from acting to become a rapper. He's a rapper. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. did you? So did you? When he was doing that, when he when he was going on talk shows. Did you believe that he was really retiring, or you were like, "No, this guy's"? No, no, I no, thought it was I did not believe he was retiring. Yeah. Okay, all right. You so you didn't buy it at all, not not at one time. Like when no. he was on, I mean, no. he was on Letterman, and he was acting weird and stuff. Like you're like, right? Yeah, yeah he no. was. Well, yeah, that was his performance. Okay. Like, people like hated Andy Kaufman for the same. Stuff, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, but, yeah, but Kaufman was, you know, I I don't know if he was the first guy to really do that, but I don't know. He he was. It was fun watching the YouTube now, seeing him like, you know, with Jerry Lawler. Like it's, it's, it's really funny how he really, like, and I, now we know Lawler was in on it. But at that time, they really yeah. made it look like, wow, Lawler really hates <laughs> Andy, like for real. Like they're yeah. gonna fight. He slapped him right in the face, and then he throws like the water, you know, on Lawler. It's like, oh my god, these guys are for real. That's right. like a lot of fun actually watching it. <laughs> I mean, to this day, my yeah. my people I talk to like hate him for wrestling women, even though <laughs> that was like the whole point. Right? <laughs> is right. is like you're supposed to hate him. Like, right. So he understood like, okay, I'm gonna be the heel. I'm gonna be it, the wrestling heel. Yeah. Right. It was <laughs> like on. It was like that extra step of like of thinking that people don't get to sometimes right you know? like they don't get that it's like he's actually making fun of himself they just i kind of i mean that. i i yeah. think that's kind of what's missing in 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 wrestling you know i used to watch wrestling like back in the 90s and i always knew that the the matches were predetermined yeah. but the thing that i liked was that the characters they really pretended at least they tried to keep that character 24 7 there was no social media so it's like now it's like you have okay this guy's the heel and this guy's the face and then you go on like instagram and they're like having lunch together it's like yeah yeah you just i mean like you're supposed to be a horrible heel like and i hear stories about like you know back when jericho was a heel and kids would be like oh can you get your autograph he's like no and then he just walked away <laughs> And he would make the kid cry, but because he's like, this is this he's is the bad guy. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's how you make the money. Like they gotta hate you twenty four seven. So I kind of miss that. You know, yeah. I miss that. 
I mean, they, I mean, some of them kept in like the Undertaker never dropped character. Um, in the original ECW, the Sandman, when he was supposedly blind in one eye, <laughs> literally refused to go out because right he didn't want people to recognize him, realize he's not blind. That in he's one not eye. blind, right? Um, yeah. what was it? Um, I mean, certain <laughs> things are still very much in vogue. I mean, in Lucha Libre, you never take off your mask, right? Um, so, like, my favorite. Or like two of my favorite wrestlers, uh, Ray Phoenix and El Pentagon Jr. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like it's like you, it's kind of funny because like they'll talk to people but they never take off their mask. It's kind of like, <laughs> funny to watch. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, that's kind of like again. There's so many. Man, I'm just like thinking back in there. I feel like social media. It just re, it's like once you take that cat out of the out of the hat or the excuse me the rabbit not the cat the rabbit out of the hat once you pull that out it's like you kind of took away any any kind of mystery and it's like everything's so overexposed that it's like i mean i can't i can't watch it like i know there are people that i know that watch wrestling like dude i i just can't i i really can't because it's like i came from the attitude era i mean we had stone cold like beating up his boss we got kurt angle olympic gold medalist he kept talking about it like, I'm an Olympic gold medalist. I'm an Olympic gold medalist. It's like, you know, okay, and they, people hated him and they would chant, you suck. But it's not because he sucked. It's, you know, we know you're good, you know. And that's like the audience way of saying we love you is by yeah. saying you suck. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. so that's what they did. And it was great. It was like a big party. So, anyway, but I, I really missed that. My current favorite day wrestler is a wrestler called um mjf maxwell jacob friedman yeah um you have to you have to know nothing about him uh-huh. if you ever watched the chris van uh Villay mjf uh um interview he uh-huh. never drops character the entire time okay and like and so he literally at one point he literally's like this is pointless and he goes down and gets he orders food for himself he's like you can keep on going whatever you're gonna say i don't care <laughs> and it's the most funny thing to watch in the world. And See, at one I, point, he's like, he's right. like, open up your mouth. We might as well use that thing for something. And he's like trying to feed him. See, if, if he's if he's sticking to the character, I respect that. Oh no, I, he sticks to his character one hundred percent. Right. Um, notorious for that because like he's right. like he's like at Larry at one point he's like somebody a, a, a kid like went to is like nine years old. Can I have a kid? He's like, you got twenty five bucks. Right. Yeah. He, got, he was on camera saying that. And he's right. like, no, he's like, then no, I don't, I'm you not... don't get my autograph. Get some money. <laughs> right. But the, I like that. It's like, dude, that's what you got to do, man. Yes. That's like, that's yeah. how it is. So, but um, yeah, we, man, I, we just went like all over like, for wrestling. But, so um, uh, yeah. let's, let's reel it back in. Yeah, reel, reel uh, it back. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, how can people find your comic? Okay, so uh, you guys, if anybody wants to check out Wall Breakers, um, luckily, it's, uh, you can go to snowyworks.com. Uh, That's the publisher, so you can find Wall Breakers. All the links to where you can get Wall Breakers is there on the website along with um, other books by the publisher. Um, and okay. you can find it on Google Play, uh, Drive Through Comics, Stinwiz Comics, uh, uh, I think, Comics, comicsology, comicsology. Yeah, uh, yeah, so you can check it out pr- virtually in any most digital platforms. Um, and yeah, so it's it's out there. It's been out there for a while. I got a lot of uh, good feedback, a lot of great reviews, and um, 
we really liked it. Yeah, I, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, and uh, in terms of, I'm kind of working on something now, uh, and I'm hoping to have it done a lot sooner because Wallbreakers, it, it was a long project, and I, I kind of went really like long to, to make it. So yeah. the next book, it's 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 tailored to maintain quality, but kind of have a faster turnaround. So it's going to have a, a kind of a cleaner style, a bolder style. Uh, it, it's it's going to, it's, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of golden age comics right oh, now cool. because it's going to be kind of a more, it's a, not a homage, but kind of a love letter to American superhero comics, at least my take on it. Um, nice, and nice. so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at. So it's a little bit more of like a morality tale there. So, but that's kind of what I'm working on right now. I don't know if I'm going to get this thing done because I, I want the whole <laughs> thing, like from beginning to end, including color. So it's a complete thing. You know? Oh, wow. Are you, you doing talk? everything? Yes. Yeah. Lettering. Yes. Yeah. Do you do just pencils? Like, or do you yes. Go? Just yeah. like wall breakers. It's, it's all me. So that's why I'm like, I'm kind of making adjustments. Like, okay, how can I do this? And, but turn it around, like, you know, at a decent time. So do, that's do you do yeah. anything digitally? Uh no. I just no, scan it. And oh. yeah, and uh, you know, the, the occasional cleanup basically and, and adjusting contrast. But if I color this book, then most likely, yeah, because that's just faster. So yeah. I, I might do yeah. the digital coloring, but everything is done by hand, everything is old school, hand lettering, everything that's kind wow. of the way I do yeah. it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It looks amazing. You know. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Do you draw at a larger size than like stand, standard comic book size? Uh, we I use the traditional um, originals of uh, Bristol, like eleven by seventeen uh, okay. cardboards, and yeah, uh, and then we scan them. So, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But, I was just uh, wondering. Everyone has like their own process, and it's right. To find out like what. what yeah. What you do. I, I, I might, uh, yeah, I think I, for this book, I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep it 11 by 17. But, you know, I'm thinking maybe even go a little bit larger just because, you know, you can kind of relax a little bit more because it's, when you reduce it, you retain a certain tightness. So you don't have to be so, like, careful with your inking. You can relax a little bit oh, and it'll, it'll okay. tighten up. Yeah, you can kind of let that, you know, let it flow. You know, if you make some errors, you don't really notice it when it's reduced because it's so big. Right. So, right. I, I don't know. I, we'll we'll see. But I just want to make it faster and you know a faster turnaround, but retaining the quality. So get it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I have to because in, in the digital, I notice in the digital space, it's like everything has to be fast. So I have to find a way to make it fast. You know. It's so interesting. Are you? Do you want the control of everything or? like uh again it's like your spider-man versus x-men thing right yeah uh, <laughs> um have you worked with teams before and it like um work it's very well? uh i i i have i i've worked with uh writers before um but i just it's hard for me to work with people just because i have such a like i notice i have such a clear like vision of what i want and it's so specific. It's like, you know, and it's hard, obviously, like we all think differently. We have, we might have, maybe I'll find some similar taste, but I just, I, I like to have control. Like I, I like the lettering 
to be hand lettered. Like if I could find somebody that does, you know, it's hard to find somebody that does yeah. hand lettering. Yeah. You know, or even inking, you know, so a lot of people, right. everything's digital. Everything. So digital. that's, yeah. yeah. So that's why it's like, I do it myself because it's like, well, I want to see the brush. I want to see the hand. That's just my style. I like that. Um, I'm old school. So, uh, but yeah, so that's about it. But yeah. And so that, I'm, I'm just like that. You know? So that's why I do everything myself. And I, and I remember Joe Kubert was a big inspiration for me uh, growing up. And I remember he would do everything himself. He would, he would letter, he would color, everything. Everyone did every, everything. Right. You know, in the day. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and I was I like, mean, it's not so unusual for like cartoonists or people doing autobiographical works, you know? Right. Right. Um, right. I, I guess like not, not action comics, I guess. You know right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is more of an action comic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But the, hopefully, the new thing is, um, yeah, it's it's gonna be. I I'm still going through the designs. Oh, by the way, real quick, yeah. um, if uh, if anybody wants to check out uh, whatever I'm up to, you know, you could see my Instagram, simpler, bolder. So it's just simpler and then bolder, but not like a rock, but like okay. text, like bolder, like B O L D E R. Simpler, okay. bolder. Simpler, bolder. Yeah, okay. you go to Instagram, you can see my drawings and my sketches and what I'm up to. And it's all there. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's good yeah, to know. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, well, hey, thanks for coming on. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for having or being here. <laughs> thanks for having us. Jorge, thanks for having and... us. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you guys. It was, it was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, I just love that, that uh, I met two guys that did not like the joker <laughs> i don't I think, think we're that rare i mean you don't have to like <laughs> you're, you're the comic first, book guys right to, like to be honest yeah you're the first like two guys that i actually thought that said to me that i heard you know uh, yeah. i didn't like the movie interesting yeah, yeah it's mean, amazing i respect the performance of joaquin phoenix like even, <laughs> like i mean even robert de niro i thought gave a great performance yeah. Like, yeah. you for all two minutes he was on i'm just like nah, <laughs> two minutes <laughs> well i mean he was on for literally like he was yeah, yeah, not he that was. long not yeah. that long right right, right. Yeah. yeah that was cool it was and cool. like even he gave like a very like like strong performance i don't know I, I think most people who would have not liked the movie didn't see the movie. That's true, too. <laughs> well, I, I mean, also being the two is like, I'm also not a big fan of the director, though, too. So, ah, okay. Yeah, I don't right. think he produces good stuff. And <laughs> Todd Phillips, yeah. Right, right. Like, what was it? War Dogs? No. <laughs> no. Hangover Part 2 and Part 3? Yeah. You mean yeah. the There's War a Part 3? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Due date also not good. I mean, mm. due date okay. was really bad. <laughs> yeah, the Hangover I, I... was like he literally had like two good films I can think of, mm -hmm. maybe three. Right. He, or he had the Hangover, right. uh, Road Trip, and Old School. I liked all three of those. Oh. But okay. like everything else, like stars. <laughs> okay, we're tr trying to say goodbye. Let's just <laughs> just get let's get to the end, Eric. Right. All right. Not With respect to Todd Phillips. Okay. Uh, Jorge, yes. you've been a great guest. Thanks for coming on. Find him at Simpler Boulder on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can find Wall Breakers on all the places that you mentioned. Nice. Thank you so much for coming on our show. We yeah, thank, it. Thank, thank you, you guys. A lot of fun. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, wake up. <laughs>
I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. Okay, because you fell asleep there for a second. Uh, in, well, when our guest was second. when our guest was signing out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to thank our guest today, Mr. Uh, Javier. Uh, I mean Jorge, Jorge Zavalos. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. That Jorge guy. Zavalos. Jorge Zavalos. You can uh, find him at Simpler Boulder on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Look uh, at can... look out for his new comic, but look at his current comic, uh, Wall Breakers. Wall Breakers. It's uh, anywhere you read comics. It sounded like, um, but also that the company that put it out is called Snowy Works. Snowyworks.com. They've got a, a lot of great comics on there, um, and we're gonna speak to their founder in a couple of weeks, actually. So that's cool. Eric, where can people find us? They can find us on our website, dumbcomiccreators.com. They can find us on the Facebook, facebook.com slash dumbcomiccreators. They can find us on the Instagram, instagram.com slash dumbcomiccreators. On the Patreon, give us the monies, uh, patreon.com slash dumbcomiccreators. You can find us on the the Twitter, twitter.com slash dumbcomiccreators. No, slash dumbcreators. Wait, wait, go back to Twitter. Dumb slash dumbcreators. Uh, but we're not even Twitter on Twitter. Twitter is... <laughs> but since we uh, can be on Twitter, I I made made the handle Dumb Creators. So Dumb uh, Creators. But we're not we're not Twitter really on there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying we're not actually on there. Don't don't go follow us on Twitter, expecting dumb comic creators stuff because we're not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. It's literally just my Twitter account. But it's Dumb Creators. Okay. What was the last thing? Instagram, I cut you off. Uh, Instagram.com slash dumb converters, Twitter.com slash dumb creators, uh, <laughs> Twitch.com slash dumb comic creators. Wait, wait, do you want to know why? It's because the uh, dumb comic creators is too long of a username for Twitter for some reason. You can't have that many characters in your username. I just think stupid. And then Dom Comics was taken, and so I just went with Dom Creators. It works you, for me. You think it's stupid? I think it's stupid that our name that it wouldn't fit our name. I think it's stupid too. Yeah, dumb. So it's dumb. Creators. I don't think our names too. Dumb Dumb Creators. I think <laughs> it's like a good name. It is. I, I think I think the fact that Dumb Com Creators doesn't fit to me is stupid. Like just. Yeah. Yeah. But again, for our listeners. Don't First they ban our president. Now they ban our name. What's next? They're gonna ban our president's name. I hope they do. I hope they do. At that guy. Yeah. Seriously, a um, hundred times. Uh, and so those are all the places you can find us. And at that guy, I hate him. Yep. We're not apologizing for that. Uh, okay, that. let's uh, let's finish this off by saying. Uh, crud what do we say when we want to say that we're leaving we need a catchphrase oh we do need a catchphrase i had such a good catchphrase ready to go uh-huh and you you made me all well tell you made me back what... up you made me back back i didn't up make you me. back up you chose to back up i didn't make, i can't make you do anything i'm in a totally separate city from you in a totally separate room. I can't like reach into the screen and be like, oh, look at this. I got you, Keegan. You got you by the nose. Emotionally, you made me back up from it. You didn't do anything. You were, yes, you, you did. You, you, you are ready to out. hate it. 
What if it was ah, like cheap, 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 cheap? You know ah, what? Cheap, 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 cheap. It was the greatest catchphrase of all time. And, and I'll that. never know. And the world will never know. Until next week. Until next week. When I when I'll tell you what it was. Okay. But this week's catchphrase was, what was it? Like dumb comic creators were there for a week or something. Like, we're good for a week. <laughs> we're good for a week. <laughs> we're good for a week. I think we're good to be done with that one. Dumb comic creators, we're good for a week. Dumb comic creators, we still need a catchphrase. Our listeners are like, we're good for a week. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, horrible. Please they should... don't do more than one a week. I think our our like interviews and segments should be so good that they're like right here please do more please do more more than a week more than a week yeah but we're good for a week all right so uh without further ado thank you for listening make sure you subscribe make sure you uh share this with your friends and thanks so much drop us a rating Bye. Bye. I'm Eric Schwartz, your key trainer. Bye. Bye.